Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, and this is a bit weird. Ro- roles reversed after after, yes. after four years. Yeah, What's going that, John, on? You, you kicking it off, John? There, it's I nice, kind of like it? this. I don't actually. Yeah. Maybe I, maybe I don't need. Maybe I don't need you after <laughs> don't all. Don't need me. Yeah. You don't need me, John. I'm I'm on the Zoom. Not even on the Zoom. On the Skype. On Let's the Skype, it, right? We've gone back about John, ten uh... years. We've bought. We're the only two people using <laughs> Skype. <laughs> hey, John. I was at the. Uh, uh, I went to Oxford United v Accrington Stanley last night. Yeah. And playing for Accrington Stanley was Sam Shering. Yes, last um, season's lonely. He, he, look, he looked like a tiny little man, John. And he isn't, is he? <laughs> He's not. But obviously in the, yeah. in the rough, tough world of League One. I tell you what, the Accrington Stanley team, they were... Simon Block Jorgensen would not get in at Central. Central <laughs> they were absolute giants. Yeah. Right? And then on coming on late for Oxford United, Billy Bowden. Oh who my I word! Should have retired ten years ago. <laughs> I thought was on his way out of the game. And you <laughs> messaged me as he still got no end product, and the verdict is John, absolutely no end product. Not at all. <laughs> Lots of pace, few tricks, of pace. no end product. Kept getting into the box, four one up. Could have just had a shot because they were four one up. Didn't shoot, John. Yeah. Just Oh, just sort of passed it. No, that's the end of that. That sounds like so. Billy. Well, he got to the championship, so... Yeah, exactly. Anyway, the reason I Goodness bring it knows. up, John, yes. is because um, opposite us, um, Oxford United, they have a an official coconut supplier, John. <laughs> really? Official coconut supplier. And uh, it's... I can't remember the name of it. It's like Shal- Shaloa or something, right? <laughs> and their big thing is they're ethically sourced coconuts right. right and i don't know about you but i am sick of buying coconuts that have been created by small children in yeah. sweatshops battery farmed coconuts i i don't know where you're getting your coconuts yeah from, but if they are not eth- eth- ethically sourced i am not interested 
<laughs> yeah, I like them to I have think... a lot of room to sort of move around. Exactly, John. Yeah. Rolling, rolling space. Although the complete opposite of that. I mean, this is apropos of absolutely nothing. I was driving on the M25 last night because you may have heard over the last show, show off. I know last few weeks I'm moving house. Then yeah. there's uh, the, basically at the end of the runway for Heathrow Airport on a verge next to the M25, a flock of about thirty sheep. Now I don't know about oh, you. Lovely. I don't know about you. Don't you think that, that that lamb, when it eventually gets onto the table, might have a, a sort of a bit of exhaust mm. fume sort of taste to it? Dieselly lamb. Yeah. Diesel-y. Hey, I tell you what, I need some diesel at the moment. Might get down there, squeeze out those sheep <laughs> into me tank. Yeah. That's the way to do it, well, John. There's an option, isn't sure. it? Diesel-y lamb. Um, is, that Al- is that Alan Lamb's brother? diesel <laughs> lamb. It's nothing. An Alan Lamb joke. John. Yeah. It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Anyway, the National Obsession, John, you've kicked us off. That's nice, I isn't have. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You enjoyed that. That's because you're a homeowner now. So you get you you get to kick us off. Yeah, I get those sorts of privileges now. Just yeah, uh, just very, starting very off podcasts when I like. Well, look, do you want to uh, do you want to work Let's out what's coming on up on the it, podcast? John. We're both very busy. Your house is full of boxes. I have to go and pick the children up from school. It's a an absolute disaster. Got this is a, a Gary time episode. <laughs> fitting it in right at the end. Look, it's not gonna. It might not be an all-time classic. This one, but it might be. You never know. We might look back on this one Who in knows, years John? to come and say, "God, the National Obsession never, never got better than episode one fifty-two, the, the rushed Alan, one, Alan La- the Alan Lamb joke, <laughs> the one where it's they, the, the one where they rushed it out in twenty minutes." Diesely Lamb. That was it. <laughs> it's as good as it went. Anyway, coming up, look, we've got lots of National League news because yes. there's been games on Saturday. Some uh, big talking points yes. from Tuesday to talk through. I'm not going to tell you how many letters there are, because that's going to, that will ruin okay. it. But, okay. you know, Lovely. stay tuned for that. that. Uh, and I think, mm-hmm. are we going to announce our big news? Yeah, I think Maybe we should. at the end of the episode, John. Hold big on, to the, the end of the episode, we've been trailing it on Twitter, we are going to announce our big news. Big news, And that OBS is, is going big. News. Wow, not going big, John, is it? But um, a, a mild dream come true for the two of us. I reckon so. Is is happening, John? <laughs> it's happening. Exciting, isn't it? Very um, exciting. Give it. Give us some National League news, John. Come on, I then. think the, the National League is really kicking into gear at the moment. A lot of teams being National Leagued, left, left, right, and centre. The the du- nights are getting darker. The floodlights are on. P- team big teams are finding out how tough it is. It's all beautifully, beautifully poised. Gary time has kicked into <laughs> on, live on television. One of the most beautiful moments. Uh, oh, my, do you know what, John, as well, with that bit of Gary time, that, those two goals, genuinely cheered, genuine first bit of joy I've had to do with the girls since Ashton Gate. That so was, wasn't nature, it? Yeah. Nature is healing, John. Nature Absolutely. Is healing. Right, well, let's National League news. I'm just going to jump up and down for a minute because that's oh. the only way you can get the lights to switch on and they've switched <laughs> oh, I off. I like that, John. Hold on a moment. Oh, lovely image. Oh, lovely image for everyone. There they are. There we there go. There he is. There he is. Motion activated lights. I worked on it your, out. On your own, on your own in a dark studio doing a podcast about the National League. <laughs> Congratulations. With Piers Morgan next door. <laughs> oh, lovely. He's just, three, he, just over the corridor. Do you like the National League? I shouldn't think so. Are you? I shouldn't think he'll be at Brom, Boreham Wood on Tuesday. Anyway. You never know, John. never know. <laughs> Here we go. Saturday in the National League. Oh, just sh- nil. Halifax won. Uh, another goal there. 
for Billy Waters. I mean, it is oh, absolutely no. incredible. But do you know what? Just don't worry about it. In fact, you could almost say, don't go chasing Waters' goals. Oh, As lovely. But TLC always you, said. There is Luke Waterfall does play for Grimsby Town. I know. So that, that joke is unfortunately out of the window for anyone but Luke Waterfall. <laughs> but yeah, Billy Waters on an amazing run. Aldershot getting the, I'm sure the dead cat bounce they wanted from Danny Searle's departure. Mm. Another defeat. Oh, yeah, but who, who's in charge of Oldershaw? Oh, still, yes, those... Oh, yeah, who cares? Anyway, yeah, carry on. Uh, yeah, Altrincham won, Notts County nil, one of the results of the weekend. Oh, Incredible lovely. from Altrincham. They scored after half an hour, so they held Notts County at bay yeah. for over an hour. And, uh, I mean, Ian Birchnell after the game yeah, what we, were, say? we were waiting on James Rowe's comments and said you know somebody <laughs> somebody tweet them to us as soon as possible and I did like TFC shirts yeah. on Twitter he said look why don't you warm up with Ian because his his post-match had come <laughs> yeah. out by then he pinned them in but didn't penetrate and that's that was the essence yeah. of his post-match comment wow, pinned them we... in, didn't penetrate <laughs> didn't penetrate well we've all been there John and um <laughs> yeah I noticed the, Ian's had a Ian's had a fade a he has fade yeah real fade isn't he who is cutting footballers' hair, John? Especially in the Plainmore area. There's a lot of terrible, terrible... Armani Little looks like he's cut his hair himself. <laughs> he's not looking great, is he, really? Old Armani. Well, he, yeah, he's got, got really slick hair, man. But you know what? Since he's had the terrible haircut, form has picked up, form, John. Yeah, so form has may, picked up. Maybe, maybe the two are linked. Since Ian's had his, form's dropped off a cliff. So, exactly. You know. I can imagine um, Altrincham Jean was beside herself I think they must have loved that. that up there she she must have loved that result and I'm sure we've got lots of letters from her later on so <laughs> looking forward to hearing those uh, on the flip side Aldershot obviously didn't get a dead cat bounce from their game yeah. from their departure of, of, of manager but Barnett did Barnett 3 Weymouth 1 a result well that says everything about Harry Kuehl he's gone they dispatch Weymouth <laughs> with ease. Dean Brennan, the ex-Wieldstone boss, now head of football at Barnet. I mean, why do they wow. need a head of football? <laughs> but he took charge of the game and got them three points with his first do effort. You, you, you don't have to answer yes or no to this, John. But do you think Barnet FC is one big... <laughs> OK, moving on. I think we might have to bleep that. You definitely have to bleep that. But I mean, you could say, you could definitely say that the structure at Barnet is a touch bloated if they've got a head of football. For goodness sakes. Uh, but head yeah, no, no, word, no word yet on a new manager at Barnet. I imagine they must be giving wow. Dean Brennan the chance. Apparently, they have sounded out uh, Martin Allen. Um, but the sticking point is that he wants to appoint Gillian Anderson, the uh, actress, as his assistant, because it would, of course, be Gillet and Anderson. Wow. <laughs> wow, John. Just... I'm pleased I'm not in the studio for that one. <laughs> it came to me Gilet, a few weeks ago, that Gilet, Gilet and Anderson. Because and Martin I mean, Allen likes wearing need... Gilets. But... Yeah, but why would you need Gillian Anderson? Gillet and Anderson. If, if you, but if you've got, you've already got Gillian Anderson. You don't need Gillet. You need someone else. Darren Anderson. Gillet and Anderson. No, that would have worked. <laughs> Big big X Files. Yes. Barney, you see, Gillet and Anderton. There we go. I mean, even then, John, it's really struggling. I mean, there we are. We got there in the end, though. Didn't we? Uh, but in that game, Brandon Goodship scored the only goal for Weymouth. A good ship, Brandon. We we'll do something with that in future good ship weeks. Lollipop. You could go there. Give him a lollipop. <laughs> give him uh, a, on the good ship, lollipop. <laughs> 
uh, Bournemouth to Yeovil one. Yeovil went one up, yes. but uh, Adi Yusuf second yellow cards after just 38 minutes made life hard for them. So mm. Bournemouth came back and won that. Dagenham and Redbridge five. Sully John, Holmes John, was... John, where where are Bournemouth in the in the league? They're doing well, aren't they? They're Would you like me to tell fourth. you where Bournemouth are? They yes, are please. fourth. Fourth, yeah, yeah, doing well, aren't they, John? And then they'll probably finish quite... finish about 11th or 12th. Yeah, yeah, I was quite confident going there Tuesday night, but could be could be a toughie. Uh, always, the, whenever you see them on the highlights, a team of giants, as always. Yeah, wow, wow, they might be giants. Birdhouse in your soul, John. <laughs> a little birdhouse in your soul. <laughs> I do. I, they I, are not your friends. I They're hate not that your song. So, <laughs> so, so much is not possible. I do feel like asking the question sometimes, what is the most annoying song in the world and why is the answer birdhouse in your soul? <laughs> It is the worst song ever made. I like it, John. Horrendous. It's rubbish. Play out with it. No. Dagon and Redbridge 5, Sully Hole Moors 1. So quite incredible. Sully Hole Moors went 1 0 up, but the Daggers went berserk, came back. Two penalties. They scored another goal for Maro de Silva Vilhates. I've not got it faded up. Maro de Silva Vilhates. Maro de Silva Vilhates. Uh, and yeah, it just is. amazing Dagenham, from Dagenham. Bridge, John, unbelievable. When's the when's the fall going to come? I mean, maybe someone might come in for their manager, something like that might happen, mightn't it? You never ever know what's going to happen in the national league, John. But they are looking good. Uh, Dover nil, Bromley one. Uh, not much to say about that, to be honest. Eastley three, Woking two. Woking were two up after fifteen minutes. Tavon Campbell. He's having a good season so far, scoring, scoring lots loads, of goals. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he suddenly pulled it back in the second half uh, and won it 3-2. Uh, Kingsland nil, Wildstone won. A real battle of the NAFCs there. And Wildstone yeah, got the three points. Kingsland right down in the mire. <laughs> Maidenhead won, Grimsby won. Grimsby took a 73rd minute lead, Ooh. but Maidenhead grabbed an equaliser 10 minutes later. Yes. So just a point there for Grimsby. Yeah, Stockport, Grimsby. Stockport 2, Wrexham 1. Wrexham <sighs> leading wow. after two minutes through Paul Mullen. Yeah, Stockport Paul Mullen. came back second half, 80th minute winner. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, that is a sub- the perfect result for that for that game, John, because it's absolutely brilliant because it keeps Simon Rusk on and it's, <laughs> it wins there and he's, he's now in till Christmas, definitely. So they'll slump again soon and uh, Wrexham losing is always good fun at the moment because it's just like, oh, God, you're going to be 10th. It's unbelievable. And now, they, they've Wrexham news, John. They've, they've, they're digging up the pitch, I read. I'd say you said, yeah. They're digging up the pitch. They're blaming the pitch. The pitch isn't good enough for them. In the National League, they can't play the football they want to. Bentoza can't lob the ball over that pitch quite well enough. He needs to be able to lob it over that pitch and the pitch to be a lot flatter <laughs> to lob it o- over it. So the pitch is the problem. I'm sure that's spend, the problem. Spend more money, spend more money, and then you can, you know, get into it like that. So Phil it's, Parkinson uh, well has done, 99 Rex. problems and the pitch is one. Yes, John. There it is. <laughs> no more Gillian Anderson. No, I still, st- I still think there was something in that. Standing by it. You Standing just, by it. You crafted it a lot better than I did. Do you want Phil Parkinson's disingenuous post-match quote of the week? Yes, please. It 
It's so frustrating because we've given a team who are lacking confidence a massive lift. So yeah, that was Phil after that game. Why are lots not, of them? Not just saying well done, Stockport, you know. Of the National League managers is something we need to look into. It's almost James like Rowe being a, a particular, particular culprit can never just go. Him, Ian well Birchnell, Phil Parkinson. It's almost like they're working for clubs who spent lots and lots of money <laughs> and set them astronomical expectations that they po- yeah. can't possibly live up to because only two teams right. go up. Really bad. We only had, only had eight games. People are <laughs> acting like they've bloody won the league. <laughs> eight games you've had. And that does bring us to Chesterfield 2, Torquay United 2, the late Ooh. game on Saturday. And a uh, bit of Gary time there at the end, of course. Uh, goal time, uh, going in course. off uh, Tom Lapsley's arse, I think, in the end. Yes. And, oh, uh, and then a goal. Booted into the roof of the net by the uh, defender. <laughs> bit of an old goal. John, little chat about Torquay United. It wasn't great, was it? Didn't look great. Um, I thought we were. I mean, uh, I, I was better. at Solly Hole. It was better than Solly Hole. Yeah, it was. It was a lot better. You know, it was a lot better. And I think Lolosh needs to be more arrogant. Yeah. Right. He needs to. He needs to. He got it in him. I think to be arrogant and just take the piss out of players. And he needs to do that. More confidence. Arrogant in a good way. I mean, in a confident way. Just back himself. Back yourself, Lolos. You, he's got pace. He's a big boy. He's obviously got really good skills. Use them. You're better than a lot of these players. Um, and as soon as I like the look of Alex Adai, he looks fantastic. He's, he's great. And to be fair, if I... we can get him fit, keep him fit. Holman looked good when he came on. All those players look good. Lapsley, Hall, uh, Little, and Alex Adai in midfield for me would be fantastic. With Lemon and uh, Holman or right up front, that for me looks like a really good side, I think. So. I Look, think we you're right. We need more players, obviously. A few of those fit players back in the starting eleven will be okay. Basically, the difference yeah. between the two teams was that Chesterfield had Shimanga and we didn't. Yeah. And he yeah. scored two goals yeah. from you know a couple of yards with good tap finishes. Well. Couple of tap yeah, a couple of tap-ins, and that was the difference. But Torquay had a lot of heart and uh, came back late yeah. on 95th minute equaliser. After which James Rowe promised to cut out the late goals. It's the second time they've let a game slip. In the last minute, he said, no more. We're cutting out the late goals. Anyway, on to Tuesday night. Woking 3, Chesterfield 1. Chesterfield <laughs> leading after 12 minutes, but Woking won the game with two goals in the 87th and the 89th minute. So uh, so there we have it. Amazing, isn't it? Absolutely amazing. <laughs> and he, he said in, in his... In, I'm, I'm becoming slightly obsessed with James Rowe, and I don't mind people knowing that. <laughs> he's, he's my new... The new obsession for me. The James Rowe obsession. Yeah. Um... Because it is like, oh, there's a there's a flash of in that. If you watch the interview after the after the Woking game mm, of James yeah. Rowe, there's a, there's a flash of fury in his eyes, John. As someone, as he thinks, he sort of realizes, oh, everybody's working me out. And all that's happened with James Rowe really is he's read one more book than the other footballers, which is actually one book and <laughs> and he can stand and say all these sort of scientific sports science phrases that's how he's got the job he doesn't actually know how to go down like you look at the altering manager who is like 
get some playing, you know. Yeah. And he's he's got these players, and he can get them going in a certain way, spending mo- money after money. Remember the team that furloughed all their players last year? Mm. Got rid of Bowden. Can't get these players play- playing. Shimanga went missing on a wet Tuesday night in Woking. You go, he doesn't, I think he doesn't know what he's doing, John. Well, I think yeah, he's it's... read in a book, and as soon as it goes, he, that's why he can't see games out. Because as soon as someone chucks five up front and the keeper, we've said it before, the keeper comes up like McDonald did and whatever, they, he doesn't know how to defend that because all that is his basic guts and football nouse. Well, you can't you can't deny since he's come in, they have they have improved. Obviously, we've taken over from our old mate John Pemberton, so the results have been good for him. But look, the proof of the pudding will be in eating. Will he get Chesterfield promoted? At the moment, they look a little bit soft at the back, and so let's see. But currently, he's got they've spent all that money, and he's got one less point than Dagenham, and he's got one more point than Boreham Woods, and two more points than Halifax. So, you know. It's... Well, Dagenham is the, is the case in point, isn't it? You know, no, 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 not spent loads of money. Just got loads of good footballers who can just beat other teams up and just go go hard. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. I'm fascinated to watch. It's really interesting. Season. The other yeah. results, two other results from Tuesday night: Altrincham four, Kingsland one. So Kingsland really bang, really Altrincham. struggling. But Altrincham having a great start to the season. I'm sure there must be loads in our like, mailbox. Harry Potter when the owl delivers all those all those letters. Oh, yeah, I, we'll I won't be, be able like to that, move God. for them. And the coming final result the le- coming down the fireplace, all sorts. <laughs> the final result from Tuesday night. You've been national lead, Grimsby, Bromley three, oh. Grimsby one. So Grimsby and Chesterfield, yes. one point from two games. Yeah, wow, we see you've been national lead. Nights are getting darker. Yeah, it's getting cold, John. Eight games in, no one wins it after. Eight sometimes, games. and I know the Grimsby fans have been in this division before, so they're probably. Well, I'm sure they're well used to it. But sometimes you're going to go to Grimsby on a Tuesday night on an open terrace. You you're going to get drenched and you're going to lose three-one. That's <laughs> yeah, the national yeah. league, just lads. A, just, just a little, just a little word on Torquay, John. We've got eight points after eight games. If we draw on all eight games, imagine that. <laughs> It's the equivalent of that. <laughs> Just eight, eight nil nils we'd have had. None of the fun we've had. Going no, exactly. Going four nil up in the first half and then nearly losing the game or a couple of Gary time, you know, brilliant. So, I mean, it's not been great, but we're not falling away or anything like that. There is hope. Hope, John. Exactly. Hope so the table very quickly reads as follows. Dagenham and Redbridge top with 19 points. Then Chesterfield on 18. Grimsby third with 17. Then the playoffs. Borenwood fourth, 17 points. Halifax fifth with 16. Notts County sixth with 15. And Bromley seventh with 13. And then the bottom three. Aldershot with four points. Kingsley with four points. And Dover minus nine. Well, minus nine for Dover. There we are in Talking United v Wealdstone on... Saturday, on gone? Saturday, yeah, Torquay seventeenth. Bit of Wheelstone at home at home. Bromwood, Bromley. Ooh, Bromley sounds interesting. Um, but, so look, potentially <laughs> nine points there, John, isn't it? Right, you, you, can, know, you could always if, say that. If, if we find some form, potentially on nine points. But at the moment, potentially naught points. <laughs> very, very exciting, isn't it? There we are. Is that all your news? That's John? the news. This is the national obsession. The national obsession. You're listening to The National Obsession, and it's time for Letters from a Listener. Any letters, John? 
what a shame. As uh, as happy as I am to hear Ray Charles, John. Like, people don't want to write in. They don't want to write in. That's up to them. And you know what, Foffs? We've got stuff to do this week. I've <laughs> exactly. very busy. You've got to dug, dug me out of a look, hole, really. I've got boxes to unpack. Do send us some letters on what's the email address, John? It's nationalobsession at gmail.com. Your letters have been brilliant the last few weeks, so come on. Really Let's get it back. And thank really you for all fantastic. the tweets as well. I I, yeah, I, I have a, a lot of chuckles at uh, our Twitter feed. Yeah. Talk United Twitter is very, very good. National League Twitter is very, very good. It is. A few angry, pe- few angry people, if you have a go at their tiny little tin pot club. But, you know, <laughs> you just have to laugh at them and just, and just move on. That's all you can do. It There's is. always enough people who sort of blow themselves up that you can really just prick their pomposity on Twitter. Very, very simply. Very, very easy. There we are. All right. No letters today. Do send us your letters. Um, and if you send us two letters, you might become a fof and get a fof number. There we are. No letters, John. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. You're listening to the National Obsession. Now, John, coming up, we've been trailing the good news. Mm, I mean, we should really have a... Some, we've, got some, we've got some lovely news. Should be a drum roll. Or should I do a, I mean, I should have a fanfare or a drum roll. What have you got, John? I, <laughs> do you know what? I might have to rally it in, in post. Because I've okay. I've got nothing to hand. In post. I'll put it in in post. Something in post. All right, well, uh, the news is we're really excited to announce and really honoured to announce that um, by hook or by crook, and for various reasons, uh, John and I at Bromley Away will be commentating on the match for TUFC Radio. <laughs> it's even saying it. What a ridiculous... Even saying it sounds utterly ridiculous. Talk United. I've never commentated anything in my life. <laughs> um, John's an excellent co-coms. He's done it professionally. I've been practising, John. I've been playing FIFA with my son, commentating on the games. To... It's a bit annoying for him, but um, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Um, do I have to learn the names of the Bromley players? <laughs> I tell you what, why don't I do the Bromley players? Leave that to me. <laughs> We'll see how it works out, John, but very, very excited. Really uh, privileged to be able to do it. Um, the, cl- the club have asked us to do it, uh, and uh, we are through. We're going to do a little bit of extra media for them, and it is, uh, it w- is the day that would be non-league day normally. So there's some other little bits involved in it, but uh, pretty excited, aren't we, John? Yes, <laughs> Talking United do not know what they have let themselves in for. No, they I've do, had... John. We're going to do a very <laughs> professional job, John. We are. See radio, we are. Like, I've look, had... We're going to make Ray and, Ray and Dave look unbelievably brilliant. Well, I have had people asking me if we're going to do uh, you know, 90 minutes of of Ray and Dave. Uh, Absolutely in this. not. No way. <laughs> I don't think that's we what the club not. were angling for. Um, but Absolutely look, we might not. have to uh, slip in a little ball went out of play. Just a little nod to all the, uh, all the foffs. It's going to be it's going to be very, very difficult. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I uh, hope people will tune in on the Mixler if they're not at the match, of course. And I think next um, week we'll... next week on the podcast, we are going to catch up with a couple of pro commentators, uh, I are. think. Uh, we'll go, the... we'll, perhaps we'll talk to Nigel Adley again. Because, uh, Nigel. He's been on before with us. Nigel can give us some, some good, some, uh, some good advice. Some pros tips. Uh, uh, and if anyone's got, you know, let us know on the, on the uh, email if there's anything you want us to try and slip in during the commentary. That'll be good, but uh, very exciting news for the National Obsession. Commentating live from Bromley on TUFC Radio on Saturday the 9th of October. There's our news, John. That's our news, and yes, that does mean we are off to Bromley! 
football's hard to control and he's got no soul, it's Bromley! It'll make you cry and you don't know why you've gone all the way there! With no roof on the stand, a coat you should wear! There you go. <laughs> there you go. And John, do you think we'll get chucked out if we really moan about the plastic pitch during the commentary? <laughs> I think, we'll see how often we can bring it up. Got a 3G pitch. Brilliant. There we are. There we go. Let us know what you want us to say uh, during the commentary. And uh, we on the Mixler, TUFC Radio, yeah. uh, Saturday night of October. Beautiful. Uh, that's it, John, isn't it? That's it. That's your lot. On the ice, dear. On the ice. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 